Wake the flock up with concept seven one four, and with me is Fluent Rhythm in spirit, not physically, because <laughs> Fluent Rhythm he's our um, producer slash graphic guy, and he's usually roaming around somewhere, but he's not here today, right? No, but with us is Nay, right? Woo! Yeah. Uh, well, what, what, what do we call Nay at this point? I'm trying to figure out. She's Show our Nene. slash intern, non. She's our jack of all trades. She's our jack of all trades. You know what I'm saying? She's our Jacqueline of Jay all Rose trades. Jay Rose is with us too. You know what I'm saying? He's just kicking it, enjoying the vibe. Uh, distorted truth. Damn it, dips, owners, and uh, very uh, influential people in their field of whatever it is that they do. <laughs> <laughs> my beautiful wife is with us here, co-hosting. Ooh, yeah. Before I introduce my guests, let me get into a couple things. Wake the flock of dot net is where you're gonna go. You're gonna check out episodes like this one. Planet Asia, Medusa, Deidre Evolution, Rock Our Science. We just had a waxing yesterday, which was amazing. So, uh, I'm very, uh, very happy to, uh, to say that our, um, catalog is growing every day, you know? Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is where you're gonna go. You're gonna check us out at wake the flock of net. Push that little like button, follow us. Tell a friend, cause that's the way the show has been growing this last year, year and a half already. It's just, uh, organically. And that way people can grow with it instead of like seeing it on magazines, kind of impersonal, you know? So I like to have it be something that's natural to them, something they want to come back to. So yep. if you have any suggestions on who you want to see on the show next, any suggestions for the show, uh, wake the flock with that name, hit the little contact tab and submit your info. We also got a brand new link in there for our um, interested sponsors. Go ahead and click on that and then we can talk sponsorships and, you know, development with the show, all that good stuff. Yep. I'm very excited about tonight because we're going to cross off another first on Wake the Flock Up, right? Yeah. We're sitting here with a, a professional actor, <laughs> right? Which, <laughs> which, it's almost kind of, it's, it's, <laughs> it's weird to like see you in person, bro, because like we've watched you on TV dozens and do- how many times did we watch? We've seen the complete series of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, did I just give it away? No, 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 please, okay. please, please. We've seen it. No joke. Four or five times. All the way through. All the way through. All the way through. We, we're not, no, we, we soldier through those. Like, we'll stay up sometimes, you know, but every day until we finish it. And. Yeah. And every so, time I just laugh, there's things I don't yeah. catch or, yeah. or it just. Or we recatch. Yeah. So we're hitting here, sitting here with, let me make sure I get it right. Ned. Yes. Rosma. That's it. That's yeah, it. That's right. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm great. Good. How was your trip down to, cause you're not in Orange County, right? I'm in Long Beach. Okay. So and, it's not too um, bad. I'm kind of a big hippie. They, uh, my friends like to call me the Jolly Green Giant because I'm a 
hippie and uh, kind of Big a greenie. Pothead. Uh I wouldn't go that far, but uh, <laughs> I like to live a sustainable lifestyle. Uh, sure, and, sure, uh, yeah, no problem. No, uh, no car, so I'm, I'm always on foot on public oh, transit. So the so you, two is, and a half hour trek down from Long Beach to Anaheim. Oh, is this a is this a, like an environmental awareness thing you got going on? Yeah, it's part of an environmental awareness kind of thing, but also like a starving artist kind of thing. So oh, I'm, okay. I'm broke and eco yeah. eco conscious. <laughs> so it just also. works out. So yeah. you kind of forced to be eco conscious. Is that what you're telling us? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, it kind of but, it, it goes together. No shame. It's no kind of cool because, uh, <laughs> you know, you're real, but then you, because, uh, uh, okay, like a, like a hybrid will put out some emissions. Right. But walking, <laughs> that's some real shit. That's right. Depending many, on, depending on what I the eat, then I'm oh, okay, yeah, throw out some emissions. How but. about veganism? Are we into that at uh, all? Like, I w- uh, nah, I like nah, meat. Yeah. You like meat? You're a meat eater. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Protein based. I don't, I don't necessarily get into, uh, you know, I, I would like to, uh, see, the the way the animals are are killed to to be a little more conscious, you know what I mean. You would like to see it. No, I would like to see that become a priority for that for people to, oh, okay. to raise awareness about how animals are killed because a lot of times there's a lot of weird stuff going on in, oh. in factory farming. And, oh, how do you know this? Uh, yeah, you just surf around on the internet and oh, that, okay. pay attention and, uh, yeah. and and through my travels through the southern states and college and stuff, yeah. I've been around a lot of like poultry farms and oh, stuff like that, and kind of like see, you know, and they like. It's just there's a lot of weird stuff going on. People can get weird, uh, you know. Uh, in the in the in the killing of well, I mean, because first of all, they're they're animals, so there's not really a lot you can't like talk them into committing suicide. <laughs> right. There's only a certain peer amount pressure. of ways you can kill an animal. You know what I'm saying? You like, can peer pressure them to death. <laughs> yeah. You just like shame a cow to death. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're fat <laughs> and you're full of spots. Okay. I yeah. That, 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 I would. I'm, I would I'm already kill sad myself. just hearing you say that. If you tell me I'm fat and full of spots, yeah. I. Hang myself like right now. I right. Just but you would volunteer. Nah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. cows don't have opposable thumbs, so they, I, don't, I don't think they'd be able to. They'll hook. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. But yeah. I, you know, not to turn into a whole uh, social activism. No, please, thing I want to hear. Yeah, but it's like hear. you know, when uh, there are certain ways that you could go about it that didn't include abusing the animals, or and that honestly, mm. that ends up in the meat anyway, man. Yeah, That's I like, would just honorable. I, I would sneak honorable. up sure. behind it, like yeah. without it knowing, like give it like the most like the beautiful life and just like, quietly when they're sleeping, just like shotgun to the. Oh my! I mean, sounds or, or, or just like do the choke, choke hold, hold where they just like, <laughs> and then why don't you give them the little Kool Aid? You know, oh, no? <laughs> I'm just saying. But then you gotta eat the James, meat, Jamestown. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna eat the meat. True. Okay, yeah, I didn't how think about, that one through. I, well, we're making we're making fun of it, but like, uh, what what do you think is the worst part of that? Is it is it the way that they're treated before, or the way that? Because I, I understand what you're saying. The yeah. way they died doesn't give that life. Dignity. Sure, sure. Right? Is that really what bugs you the most? I think so. But then uh, also the the science, the biology behind it is the uh, you know when you the fear response, the stress response, yeah. and, the, and oh. a re- the release of uh, stress hormones yeah. ends up in the meat, and then we're eating that, and That's and plus uh, you know not to get super hippy dippy on yeah. you, but the oh, you know do. we're sort of eating the the karma of uh, abuse and mm. and that's all that is super like hippie. Yeah, it's though. like <laughs> I'm with that. Yeah, though. I never but thought. But like a, I mean, you can see a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, Peta puts out a lot of crazy videos that, that where they see these like in poultry farms how they're the the people are like beating the birds against the yeah. ground and throwing them around and yeah. stuff and being like it's kind of not it's not really necessary like you could cut all that out and yeah. still kill the animal <laughs> right yeah yeah no i agree well, I, I mean agree. i'm sure they can't visit every farm but i'm sure there's got to be like uh someone that regulates that you know what i'm saying like the osha of animal killing though there's got to be someone that kind of 
oversees that, no? You would think so, but the uh, from what I understand, and I'm not like you know, I'm not an expert on yeah. it, but like the commercial farming industry in our no. country is there's um, it's become such a just a big machine, you know. That there's no time, or there's too much pressure on. Let us grow our animals. Don't worry about it, kind of thing. Well, mm, supply and demand also. I mean, look you gotta, at how you gotta, yeah, we animals have uh, to be you know be killed, and we need meat. I always wonder because I'll eat a bunch of. Which I feel bad now that I think about it because I'm eating like babies because I'll eat a chicken wing and the drum it, but the drum, the drumstick's like this big, right? When have you ever seen a big drumstick? So, oh, it's like the little baby. Oh my God. But they're, they're delicious. Like, but they are fucking delicious. Oh, I love it too. It's hard. I, I love all, I mean, chicken and yeah. steaks and yeah. I love eggs. And yeah. so it's not like. Do you um, eat and cry? Like- <laughs> You're yeah, so guilty, right? I'm so guilty. It's delicious. It's so delicious, yeah. but I feel so bad. No, but do you thank them for their sacrifice before you eat them? Yeah, kind of on some oh, level, maybe, okay. maybe not every time. But see, that's thank but that's you what you kind of do when you maybe we, you say grace before your meal or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's you know, it's I all we were it's watching. Do you remember um, <clears throat> Man and Woman versus Wild? Yes. Okay, so okay. did you, you know about that show? I don't. You have to give them a little feedback and also how nerdy we are oh okay so yeah <laughs> Net, we're, we're nerd well uh, we just match we match many heavy because we're super nerds okay. when it comes to certain things yeah chicken wings are delicious <laughs> the bomb. yeah go ahead uh all right okay tuesdays and thursdays chicken wings buffalo wild wings is that where you were no i was in uh i can't even re- yeah i don't even remember the name of the place i was at some dive bar up in up in hollywood a uh, friend of mine introduced me good to chicken wings, though? awesome chicken wings yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like that. Well, I'm, I, I fancy myself a chicken wing connoisseur. Oh, and, okay. uh, from from growing up in the Northeast and sort of traveling around playing yeah. ball and stuff, uh, had been several times to uh, the origination of the chicken wing in Buffalo, New York, at the Anchor Bar is yeah. where that was born. Yeah. And so to be able to have them where they were originally first created, right. and then to kind of sample them in many different uh, areas. Or so, do know, you like kind of like a like a what do they call it? Like a, a look down your nose on like buffalo wild wings, like that's generic chicken wings. Like, <laughs> no, never, no. never. Do, can you do the blindfold test? Like you should like mango habanero. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could. Yeah. I probably could. You nail it. That's yeah, because uh, I've just I've had them so so many times. Buffalo mm-hmm. wild wings. They, they just put one in uh, in delicious. Long Beach too, and so I'm up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How high on the on the hot meter do we go up? Um. Never the hot hot. What's <laughs> what's their most uh, what's their hot? To me, sauce? The, it, it's, it's called like volcano or yeah, no, I don't yeah. know. Satan's fucking piss or just like the hottest. <laughs> yeah. and, and I've had it. And it oh yeah, my it's god, who would it scorching? It's not enjoyable. No, no, and it kind of just it messes up the rest of the wings. Yeah, like you really can experience. only go one or whatever, and then and, you just, and then it's all over your face. And like, oh my god, you rubbing ice on your lips is no mm-hmm. bueno. You're mm-hmm. reminding me of um. Man versus food. Yeah, we watch too much Netflix. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we I'm watch sorry. entirely too much Netflix. That's what's happening. <laughs> Ned, where are we from? Uh, again. Sure. Well, I, I grew up uh, outside of Pittsburgh in yes. a little town called Aliquippa, uh-huh. which is like maybe 20, 25 miles north of the city up the Ohio River. Yes. And Aliquippa kind of uh, rose to fame, I guess you could say, in the steel boom. Mm-hmm. And so uh, J&L Jones and Lachlan uh, Steel Company built a, a huge plant on the river there. Uh-huh. And so... Through that was sort of like the country's backbone there, right. and like through the through the uh, industrial revolution, through um, the two, first uh, two world wars, uh, we were like the steel hub, and yeah. so Aliquippa was a boom town, right. mm-hmm. and then it all kind of bottomed out in the mid '80s when mm-hmm. the steel left the country, mm-hmm. and so a lot of that production is now overseas and come. With we whoa, whoa, we make our steel overseas, and then yeah. we have it shipped to the U.S. A lot of it, yeah, and it's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's kind of a, it's weird because 
you have to look at it like the uh, the wages over there. Like it, so it, it's a, it's kind of a it's it was a smart thing they did by mm-hmm. moving it over there. Yet at the same time, it's kind of doing them dirty because you think about it. Pittsburgh was like um, the uh, the sky was always you know overcast with soot in the air. Yeah, the uh, water supplies were getting polluted. The oh, ground, the soil okay. was getting polluted yeah. from all that. And so it's like kind of like well, we'll just put it in somebody else's backyard yeah. and pay them a nickel, you know, a week. So how do we make it out to to Southern California? Uh, well, the first uh, first couple times I came to the area, the uh, NBA used to have their summer pro league at Cal State Long Beach, uh-huh. and so the Lakers and the Clippers and a bunch of other NBA teams would play, yeah. and then they would invite uh, some other pro teams, CBA teams, and and so it was a maybe 20, 25 teams in a little like month long tournament. And mm-hmm. it was good exposure. And then, you know, so the NBA teams were guys who were trying to either catch on the early draft picks, uh, got veterans that were trying to earn a contract and they would just, you know, they play in the summer league. And so uh, for three summers in a row, I came to Long Beach to play in that tournament. And wow. yeah, I was kind of chasing after that. It was after college. From, from being, you're still in Pittsburgh at this point. Yes. And then yes. basketball brought you down here. Yes. Okay. Yes. How old and, were you? I'm uh, sorry if you don't mind me asking. Uh, 35, 35. No, no, no. How old were you when you were doing? Well, it's been 10 years, but, uh, but, uh, 02, 2002 was my first summer in, in Long Beach. Okay. So uh, a couple summers there coming yeah. in and, and I got really familiar with the area, but, but I kind of always knew anyway, like in the back of my mind that I was always wanting to seek a job in television and film production. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I had my uh, bachelor's degree in broadcast journalism. So I'm kind of a classically trained newsman, yeah. I guess you could say. Oh, so really? I always kind of wanted to get into. Yeah. TV news, TV broadcasting. Reporter Ned Rosma has the story for us. I'll take uh, two pounds of these, please. Paper. It's a question we've heard thousands of times before. Paper or plastic? But with the city's new single-use bag ban, these are no longer an option. Santa Monica shoppers are going to have to find new ways to carry their wares. And the city's new share-a-bag program has got them all covered. The ban prohibits plastic carry-out bags like these at all retail locations within city limits. What made a young Ned want to get involved in something like that? Because Pittsburgh doesn't seem like a big like actor. Like I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe is there a lot of influence? Sure, sure. Really? It's kind of uh, it's funny because uh, it doesn't have the reputation, yeah. but there are a lot of. I mean, Oscar nominee Michael Keaton is a Pittsburgh oh, guy. Nice. Birdman, did you like Birdman? Uh, I love Batman. I love Batman. <laughs> okay. To me, he always be Batman. Batman and Beetlejuice. Yes, yes. <laughs> say. I'm wearing my Batman. They're making right a, now. They're nice, making, yeah, nice. They're making Beetlejuice too now. Oh yeah, with it Michael him, Keaton. It took him like twenty years, but they're making uh, Beetlejuice too. Cool. He and, told me this. I, I, no one else could have done Beetlejuice. I'm sorry. They can't make a remake with it. In, uh, but uh, yes, Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So there's a, it's actually a pretty rich uh, tradition of, of the arts. Uh, Carnegie Mellon University, uh, uh, Dennis Miller, Frank Gorshin, mm. the Riddler from the old Batmans. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's some pretty, uh, pretty good names that have sure, come from the area. Yeah. And uh, so it's kind of like it doesn't have the reputation, but, uh, but it's there. Okay. But I don't even know necessarily if it was a Pittsburgh thing. But like, the, I mean, I was kind of hooked on TV and, and hooked on well, what shows? Plays and watching. things when I was like, I mean, a real little kid. Okay. okay. So like, I, I mean, I was little, little, and um, you know, my mom and my dad was really before I could even talk, and so I would kind of run around the house, and and I they they caught me saying this. They're like, P. Methodist. I was like, P. Methodist, a little uh-huh. kid, and oh. they're like, What the hell is he saying? <laughs> so then they sat with me, and we turned the TV on. They're like, He's saying after these messages. Oh, oh. how cute! Like on the on the Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> and like, the yeah, odd thing is, is you, your voice was just as deep, so it was just weird to see the little <laughs> yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like a little kid in diapers, like this. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
But yeah, I was going around saying P Methodist, which yeah. was after these messages. So oh, I was like okay. always had, I was like always on my radar. So yeah. you were so, destined. Yeah, I guess. But <laughs> Do, you know, but I always anybody in your to, else in your family uh, act uh, in that you know get the acting bug? No. So no, it's just no, you, really. huh? Yeah. Okay, so you made it down here for the basketball. Yes. And did you, you took advantage of being down here already and like maybe did some audition? Yes. Or how did that? Yeah. Okay. So I uh, met, met a few friends in the Long Beach area and got yeah. comfortable with the area. And like I said, I'd always kind of figured I was going to make that move anyway. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, went out on a couple of things and picked up a couple of uh, gigs. I, I got on the uh, movie The Island, the Michael Bay. Uh, the Island with uh, Ewan McGregor, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, uh, a little mini okay. thing in I that. thought Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, one. you were in, in The Island. Yeah, the one uh, about the clones. Yes. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, were you one of the clones? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, that's uh, so awesome. Know, but just to go. Uh, Get experience on a set. Try to yeah. try to you know make my way, open yeah. some doors and stuff. So was that was that what you would call extra work? Were you an extra? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think you can call it that. Okay. Sure. Did you have a speaking part? No, no. Okay. Uh, and so my first uh, speaking parts were a few, a little bit down the line. Okay. But uh, but just things like that to try to get on a set, get yeah. a, get experience and meet people and network. Yeah. And uh, and then as the basketball thing started to come to an end. Uh, never was really injured or anything, but mm-hmm. it just got to the point where I always joke like I was I was pretending to be a basketball player yeah. more than I was actually being a basketball player. Oh. So like I was booking more gigs in Gatorade commercials and Nike commercials than I was actually making it on a team. <laughs> okay. So like yeah. it, you know, yeah. it's like yeah. so you're like okay, well yeah. naturally, so, were, were we a talented basketball player? Like it was it something you saw yourself doing when you came down? Was it like you know what? Let's just see where this takes me. No, I kind I mean I really was like eating it, sleep it, breathe it. You were like, living it, okay. yeah, yeah, for for. Pretty much since I was like 11 or 12 years old, right. I started really getting into it competitively. And then when right. I got into high school and you, you realize like, okay, this is how I'm going to get to go to college. Right. Then it was just like 24-7 all the time. Very nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I would be foolish to say anything else, but I was good. I had skills. I, I could mean, play. I could ball. you have an advantage. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're, you're a little tall. Yeah, people people, people can't <laughs> see you, but you are as tall as the day is long. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're, you're a lot of man. You're a mountain of a man. How tall are you? Seven feet. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. At the uh, <laughs> at the NBA uh, NBA draft, the D, the D League draft combine, they strip you down to your skivvies. Yeah. And oh wow. Make you, they measure you out barefoot. Yeah. So but they think like you're wearing 84, heels. Eighty four, almost eighty five inches, which is seven feet seven one. Wow. wow. And, but that was in two thousand two, and so. I yeah. see a chiropractor regularly to try to uh, oh, oh, keep it up. Okay, you know, so, so to keep, it, keep my stature. <laughs> okay, I like that. All right, so so uh, you 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 did at the island, right? Do you remember like the progression of your, of your projects? Um, yeah, the island was one of the first things, but then always uh, commercials though too. Commercial, like we've seen you like yeah. in Gatorade commercials. Yeah, and Ga- all that I did a, a couple of Gatorade, uh, Nike, uh, Southwest Airlines, Taco Bell, but a lot of them. Were, were, were you the uh, Southwest? Were you that guy that finally had room? <laughs> right, you're like, oh, now displaying long room where you can stretch your legs, that kind of deal. Was that? You know that one, the one exit row yeah, with nobody yeah. in front of it. That's yeah, my and seat. you just That's comfortably lay back with your like mask on. That was, was that not you? it at all. Oh, okay, well, what was no, it? I was in the. One well, you, the, the, uh, oh, you had the kid push on against your back. Like, it was, it was one of the want to get away commercials, and it was a <laughs> no basketball way. scene where uh, it was like March Madness a couple of years ago, yeah. and the guy um, checked into the game. He came off the bench and checked into the game of the scores table with no pants on. 
and the whole arena like stopped and it was like that. Was that you with no pants on? No, it was another guy. But so I was one of the players in the the scene and and, uh, they always, um, they always try to cast like, you know, NBA dudes or guys that, guys that can play. And so like a lot of times in basketball commercials, like you can, you'll catch like recognizable people. You'll be like, oh shit, there's uh, old Polonese or something like, you know. Oh wow. Yeah. You're like, you'll, you'll catch faces. Yeah. And so, uh, no, little, little things like that. And, uh. And breaking in on the, like the island, I, I had a little uh, uh, th- a cameo in uh, Big Mama's house too on oh. a beach scene, doing uh, when Big Mama. You remember the movie? Yeah. So when Big Mama runs down the beach like the Baywatch parody, <laughs> and so they had cast me and another guy as beach beach volleyball players. Okay. And then we got to the <laughs> shoot and never played a lick of volleyball. There was no nets or no anything, and so they just had us throwing a football on the beach. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. But they had we did a whole audition process for that, and no lines or anything. But I was going to be beach volleyball just, player, and you nailed it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like you, you, if you like look really fast, there, yeah, yeah they're like, there, there he is. There's like, that. There's, there's, there's that. that. Yeah. And then it's gone. Freeze frame. Okay. But uh, but we did. Uh, I've worked on that movie for two and a half weeks. Wow! Oh, just to shoot scenes. that background yeah. scene. Yes. Were you disgusted at her watch? Is that what it was? Like you were like, oh, or uh, not? We were just on the beach. Yeah. But the uh, the Baywatch scene was about. Um, he was coming to the rescue of somebody, oh and then God. there was a bit where there was a guy laying and sunning himself, and it was like the eclipse, you know, and he <laughs> lost all his sun, and he, like, looked up, and then yeah. uh, they did the Jurassic Park bit where the water was shaking, and oh, she was, like, running funny. down the nice. beach. Yeah. But, uh, no, that that was a, a really cool gig and a, and a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of ex- fun experience, but yeah. then I also got to kind of see, like, uh, you know, the dish on Martin a little bit, you know, okay. and, like, how his whole rap was and his mm-hmm. whole game, you yeah. know, and so he was, like, he's one of the types that was, like, never really around, didn't, didn't want to be messed with they told you know that they made special attention to tell everybody don't mess with martin don't talk to martin and uh so then he would roll down they would set the whole scene get it all lit get it all lined up and everything and then they would go all right let's get martin down here and he would roll down with an entourage of like four or five dudes in in an escalade golf cart and really? they, like I had a whole wow. fleet of them. And they would come down to the beach he would do his bit and then boom he would bounce right so back stereotypically again. he did not disappoint <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like twenties, and I like go. That is so. St- I'm with that. Oh no, no, no disrespect to Mario, but I'm no, just I like, know, what's he like? Hey, don't look him in the eyes, and he's. Oh yeah, all that, all that. Wow. Don't talk to Martin. Don't mess with Martin. Don't look at Martin. Wow, that is that is crazy. Yeah. But you get that a lot. You get that a lot. So you ran into that many a time. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, I hear where some. You're on, where you're on sets, and they're just like, you know, but you'll get to the point where they don't have to. You don't have to tell me. So that. Neil Patrick Harris was just like, hey, what are you looking at? Nah. No, they, they, <laughs> See, that's the weird thing oh, for, we'll for them. And they're big stars. Yeah. They're, they were they were so patient and humble and yeah. wonderful that that like that was the polar opposite. Yeah. But that. we'll get into it. Like I, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you so you did a oh, big. I have one question yeah. before yes. I forget. Okay, going back to the basketball. Oh yeah. Did you ever get to meet professional basketball players? Oh yeah, I was. Well, I played. Uh, I played four years of Division One college basketball. We I played in an NCAA tournament in '98. Uh, I went two years to a little school called Iona outside of New York. And okay. so in the summers, I trained in New York with a lot of big time pros. And okay. so when I think it, when you get into that network and you're playing, you run into a lot of guys. Yeah. And so the biggest names, I got dunked on by Ray Allen in his prime. Ooh, a young Ray Allen nice. took off from just inside the hash on me and cocked Boom, it back on me. And yeah. I, I jumped and everything too. Okay, and yeah. So, uh, you are you are at an awkward position though, because like otherwise you got this dude's junk in your face if you don't just kind of like back <laughs> right. up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? 
But as a <laughs> as a shot blocker, as a big guy, oh, it's you got a challenge. You got a challenge. Yeah, yeah, and no, so you kind of have to have to jump. But yeah, like the jump's you know, part of the job. Yeah, yeah but there's yeah. like, you know, there's really famous, you know, big guys who are some of the all time great big guys that yeah. are all over Michael Jordan posters, you yeah, know. And so yeah. uh, you know, you how many times do Ewing get gigged on by Jordan, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so it, it just <laughs> That's true. it happens. Yeah, it happens yeah, to everybody. It yeah. happens to the best of us. But uh, Ray Allen got me one time. I had some great summer league battles with Elton Brand. Elton Brand was a great basketball player. Yeah. And uh, all the New York point guards, the old uh, Sam Cassell, Rod Strickland, yeah. uh, Kenny Anderson, those guys were always, you know, playing in the off seasons Very and working nice. out in the summers. Yeah. And so I got in on some of those runs uh -huh. and uh, for three summers worked out with those guys. One guy that just passed, Anthony Mason from the uh -huh. Knicks, took God took me under his wing, really yeah. paid special attention to me, helped me That's out a so lot cool. when I was a young man. Right. And uh, he had a real hard-ass reputation, and everybody yeah. thought he was like a mean mug, you know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the guy was really sweet to right, me right, and, right. and showed me a lot of good stuff. And so, yeah, I ran into a lot of, I guess you could say famous players That's or cool. big-time players. And and when you just – you play long enough, you, you cross paths with a lot of different people. It's, right. a, it's a small world, you right. know? And, in that in that game, uh -huh. so uh, now I, I figured uh, I was maybe uh, fourteen, fifteen, like freshman year, sophomore year, and got real, real serious about it. Got a scholarship and, and you know played college ball, mm -hmm. and always kind of wanted to chase it after that. And so I was very yeah. serious about it. And um, right after college in '02, I got drafted in the NBA D League. And uh, got cut loose from there and went overseas to Europe and bounced around a couple different European stops. Yeah. Played a little bit down in Mexico, played a little bit up in Canada. Yeah. And for uh, some of the minor leagues, they, they they reopened the ABA a few years back. There was a team in Long Beach. So and there was th a this team was a real uh, kind of like a, it, it really allowed you to not only see the world, but be, like grow and mature. Like you, basketball made kind of like uh, – I do it in your life. Absolutely. Wow. And it, I was able to get an education, which yeah. probably from the humble, you know, start that I got and how yeah. I grew up, I probably wouldn't have gone to college if right. I didn't have a scholarship. So right. I was like, you know, that was, I was very serious about that. Uh -huh. And, um, it was, uh, always something that I wanted to chase and do. Right. And so, um, but I ran into a lot of like the, I call it like the minor league lifestyle. There was a lot of, a lot of like, you know, staying in a Super 8 and, you know, having to, you know, mm. eat cereal and PB&Js. Yeah. And it's very, um... Hey, PB&Js really, are delicious. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, yeah. <laughs> also, How dare you? Chicken, you? chicken wings, PB&Js. I'm a, I'm a connoisseur. Yeah. Top ramen? My, my teammates love Top Ramen. Oh. My uh, teammates and buddies back in the day nicknamed me Big Snacks. Big Snacks? Big Snacks. Because it was just like 12 PB&Js. Like, it was just like this yes. massive creature just yeah. like and I've got a crazy sweet tooth too yeah, so like when we were on the road I was <laughs> the sugar man let's have PB&Js you know? after this I would love that and chicken wings <laughs> no, not, ch good. Uh, together. not together why not no no uh, okay so we did uh, we, but I gotta tell you the yeah. sugar man story because when you, you know, oh, so yes. a lot of the players you know when you want certain things you go to another guy when you want sweets I was the guy uh, you, so you were the guy wait wait were you like Terry Crews in what's the movie that movie I love The Longest Yard The Longest Yard where he was Cheeseburger Eddie remember he would just take out McDonald's out of everywhere. He was. They yes. were in prison, yes. and he would like somehow have cheeseburger. I'm picturing you in a, in a, a, his crotch in a humongous trench coat, <laughs> and just that. going like, "Hey, bro, look what I got right here." Homie. Yeah. I got yeah. some Twizzlers. I got it these Twizzlers not here, bro. The, uh, it was not a trench <laughs> coat. But it was. A, I had a separate duffel bag. <laughs> no way. On, on road trips, I had a separate bag just for snacks. <laughs> yeah, I had salty <laughs> snacks. Yeah. I had sugar snacks. Yeah, and uh, you had so both? I was like combos. Yeah, red combos. Love combos. No, no, no. I mean combos of salty sweet. Oh like yeah, Tromics? but also combos. combos? <laughs> yes, combos are delicious. Well. Also, the pizza ones are bomb. They're the all pizza bomb. They're, they're delicious. All bomb. Wait, okay, so 
What? But I had the red fish going. I had Sour Patch oh, Kids. I had man. Yeah, I had it all. You're hustling. Like, zip, what was it? Um, back, like, it remember that night you came home? Yeah. And you had a you had just come from like somewhere like the store, and you came in walking in with a with eating a combo a combos. Uh-huh. And what did I do? I jack. I so I was laying in bed already, ready to go to sleep, and I'm like, "What are you eating?" Hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> now, now I'm upset. Check this out. My wife. Okay, I love her to death, bro. So I'll, I'll, whatever she asks me for something, I like to give it to her, right? I'm here. here she goes, can I have this? Thing? Yes. Can you buy it? Yeah, whatever. But the one thing that I'm super upset about is I come home and then she goes, hey, can you buy me some pistachios, right? And we're like, yeah, we'll go buy some <laughs> pistachios. pistachios. I'll buy you some fucking pistachios. I don't care. No problem. I get out and she goes, go to this store in particular and ask them for like a pound of pistachios. I'm thinking, how much can a pound of pistachios be? What, three, four bucks? No. Sixteen dollars wow. for a pound of pistachios. No, that's two pounds. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, uh, and then and eight dollars is a pound and a half. And then yeah, and then and then uh, and then not okay. So she, so I'm like, damn, babe, this is fucking like you know, it's expensive. Pistachios. She pulls out another bag she had bought the day before. <laughs> so we, she's fucking breaking us on pistachios, bro. She's just like, <laughs> we're losing rent money on pistachios. Like, hey, what is happening? Hey. I do not complain because I don't buy expensive purses anymore. Yeah. Any, yeah anymore. Okay. I had to add that anymore. Well, 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 or expensive <laughs> shoes. My game is pistachios. I mean. <laughs> I'd rather have you buy the purse than see it all going fucking pistachios, right? <laughs> pistachios well, what's going on with delicious. pistachios that they're that they're expensive? They're delicious. I don't know. They're, they're like glazed and like lemon and, and chili, chili powder. And so, so we're watching France and she's like. <laughs> we're watching How We Met Your Mother and eating pistachios. <laughs> I mean, yes, of course. We're How We Met Your Mother. Oh, I have. Have something to tell you about that, but when we get to it, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so the the acting bug gets you. You do a couple movies, yeah. And like we said, I was yeah. starting to starting to pretend to be a basketball player more than I was actually <laughs> being a basketball player. So yes. kind of it made sense the sure. transition, yeah. and uh, that that kind of was the the move. Yeah. And so I'd booked a couple commercials, like I said, and it kind of like I wanted to chase after it after that. And so um, what what really closed the door on the basketball thing though, I was like just running into that minor league thing. And so when I was in when I was in Europe, my two older brothers were back here in the states. Uh, they opened a PF Chang's in Pittsburgh, and uh, they were doing better than I. They were pulling in more than I yeah. was at PF Chang's, sure. and I. I was a big professional athlete, you know. I'm doing mm. air quotes around that, you know. <laughs> People, yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm okay. Doing, doing so <laughs> your brothers opened up a PF Chang. Yes, yeah. Your American yeah, that was like Pittsburgh's, brothers. Yeah, that was like Pittsburgh's first. And I don't mean they opened it like they owned it, but okay. they opened it like they were on the crew. Oh, I so see. They, I see. They were both on the management. Oh, I crew. see. I was gonna say how did so that they, work? Oh, I thought they owned like a franchise. Of no, no, no. They yeah. were like they were management. Like restaurant managers. Okay, yeah. wow. Okay. So like they, you know, as restaurant managers, were doing better than I was as a big pro athlete. Oh, and wow. So it was like, yeah, it was like hard life struggle. So man. you kind of look back and were like, okay, this might not be. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Oh. I mean, the, w- w- the guys that actually can get it done and, and play in the NBA, yeah. you know, that's that's like a you know that top tier. And then there's like a million other guys. You know right what I found on the heels to be of the that. the thing about that is that it's always. But the thing is, it's it's literally like right there, and the, but that difference is so big. Yes. Even in this, like to this, like the numbers that we're getting are so close, but the person that has the numbers above us is doing so much better. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's really difficult to see that, like, if I could just I'm almost there. I can almost reach it. You know, I can I can see the frustration and see other people doing better. And But sometimes the difference between the two yeah. is like it, it could be one connection, it yeah. could be one chance meeting, it yeah. could be one awesome show, yeah. one one proper like net network opportunity. And then so boom, you had to have been there. worrying about scouts like all the time. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. And trying to get in front of them and trying to get, make them aware that I, you even exist. Mm -hmm. And so sending out a lot of tape and I had an agent, you know, but then, you know, that always, that's another side of the business. I had to learn a lot of things right, the hard right, way right. too. Uh -huh. But, um, yeah, you just end up with, um, you know, trying to, trying to make your way. And so, yeah. but, but you have to keep playing and you have to jump on opportunities. And so a lot of times you're, you're going in the, you know, state to state or yeah. country to country and yeah. trying to bounce around. And then it's always like, for me, what always got me was like, you know, I, I worked out, I was close with the Clippers, close with the Trailblazers, close with the Wizards, close with a couple of teams, worked out for them. Right. And, um, but never got over the hump of getting in. So, so was the, the worst camp. part being so close? You think? Um, well, I would say like the difference when you look at the game, right? The difference between Kobe and like there's there's 15 guys on an NBA bench, right? Yeah. And so the difference between Kobe level guys or, or LeBron level guys and then your bench warmer guys is is a is a big difference. Okay. But the difference between roster spots 12 through 15 and all the other million dudes it's that just are trying that to one chase shot. it is one one or that shot, one, one, block, one who that you one. know, what school you went yeah. to, maybe yeah. you get you know a, an alumni connection, mm -hmm. something that makes the difference for you. That's that's all there is to it. Okay. And so for me, I was close a couple times. The crazy thing with the uh Clippers, they fired the they fired the staff. I fell off the radar. So oh, I was like no. good. I was in good with uh, yeah. it was when um Alvin Gentry was still the coach, yeah. and uh, Dennis Johnson, uh, who has since passed, yeah. uh, he was the point guard for the Celtics, the sure. Glory Year Celtics. Yeah. He was in the front office. Dennis Johnson loved my game. Yeah. Loved, you know, I was so they, definitely you were on the, the radar. Yes, but then that radar fell. Correct. Or they, the radar they, was they, no they cleaned there. house and got rid of Alvin Gentry, bought yeah. in Mike Dunleavy, yeah. and when you bring in new but, staff, but they the have best. their own people for the best now. Right? I think so. Okay. I think so. And like yeah. uh, none of those things, like if they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have happened. You know, I wouldn't be here without those experiences. So it's all it's all a blessing. I'm all thankful Bigger for and better. it. Right. I like but, that. But um, but when I was doing it, it was just like I mean, I, I was crushed. Yeah. Think, you know, it's like damn, I was that, I was so close. You know, I could taste it. I was that close. Yeah. But it, but so the thing that would get me was, well, you're young and you're still you know you're still growing into your body. And big guys always are late bloomers. So like. You, you <laughs> <laughs> Hoping to get bigger? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh my god! I, I topped out. Uh, so, I put on another couple inch, inch and a half in in college. What's the like what's 18, the, so? 19. What do you think? Uh, uh, is there a big difference between seven and seven three? No. Okay, no. so what 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 difference are we talking about? Where it's like okay, now it makes. Because you were hoping to get bigger, but you weren't seven then. Well, no, I was, but okay. I think more. Uh, now now you got to fill out in your frame. And oh. so, so, you know, when you're in your teens and, you, and you're growing long ways, then you're just getting stretched. And then as you get into your 20s, 20 to 25, that's when you get your man body. And that's when yeah. you, you, know, you start to fill you, out. You, you were just still young. Yes, yeah, still young, okay. still kind of like, you know, f figuring things out and, right, and right. getting better all the time. Yeah. And so that was always like, okay, uh, we like you. Go go overseas this season. Come oh, back. We'll you know come back in two years. Yes, come back yes, in a year yes. when you're so when you've like, grown what yeah, you've grown. Yeah. So they want they want you to season up and want you to get better and want you to just get games under your belt. Yeah. So they're like you know keep playing, do your thing. Yeah. You're you're on the right track and we'll we'll talk next year. You know that and so makes that, sense. But that happens to you maybe two or three times and next Before year becomes just, next year and then yeah. you, you know and then then you're like you get how long am I going to keep doing that? Yeah. yeah. But what what really got me, what really became discouraging with it all, was like what I was saying about the minor league lifestyle. Like you, you run into things where the contracts aren't worth the paper they're printed on. Oh, There's wow. a lot of promises, empty promises, yeah. and and uh, teams that have no money. They don't. So you're. So you think you were ready to move on? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. The last the last thing the last straw. I was on an ABA team outside of Atlanta, Georgia, yeah. uh, and we 
went to practice one day and we practiced for like three hours hard and went back to the super eight we were living in and the phone rang and the GM was like, there's no more team. You got to be out of the hotel by noon tomorrow. And, uh, it, it, was, Good luck. it was a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Man. And so it's like, you're now you're scrambling for a plane ticket. I was trying to figure out what's going to happen next. Yeah. And that type of thing happened to me like three or four times. No. Yeah. Okay. Where you're on these teams and, they're startup businesses yeah. and you know so there's like upfront capital and then they burn through that real and quick and then that's it and so then it just leaves guys hanging okay good so yeah. let's take let's take a little break and sure. then we'll get back into uh to uh um you're 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 longing down as as an actor yeah okay so uh wait to flock up let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back so we're back here uh, and let, let's get back to it, okay? So, because this is super interesting. So, thanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate I, you saying that. I, I'm, I'm devoted to this story. I want to hear it, okay? Thank you. So, so what happens is, um, the, the basketball thing, it, it took you across the world. It showed you it, everything, but now you're starting to get more interested into the acting, and it, yes. it's happening. The acting yes. is happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let, let's say summer of, uh, was it 2005? Uh, yeah. I, uh, ended up making the full-time move. Okay. And, and like I said, I had had experience in Long Beach. I knew Long Beach. I had friends there. I, kn- I knew the lay of the land yeah. and I knew that it was, it appealed to me that it was uh, close enough to the game yes. to, to get there when I needed to, but also far enough away to have the distance that I'm not caught up in the scene nice. or like, you know, chasing the, chasing the lifestyle. Yeah. So, um, and it's close to the beach and, uh, and I like Long Beach because it re- reminded me of home. Long yeah. Beach is kind of gritty, kind of blue collar with yeah. the port right there and, and, you know, people know how to work hard in Long Beach. You know what I mean. And so it, it appealed to me, and I like I like walking down the street looking over my shoulder. I think that appeals to me. You know, I like, you like, I like that. I like living in a city where you got to look over your shoulder really? when you walk down the street. Well, <laughs> yeah, but you, you're not. You're you like so you like to get like stabbed a little. No, too? no, no. no. I just mean? like to but, look. but no one's gonna go. Hey, seven <laughs> foot motherfucker, what's up? No one's gonna give me your shoes, Ned. You'd be surprised. Oh, because they want to test how how, how tough oh, you are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I'll be on, like I'll be on the train because again I'm the public transit guy, so I'm yeah. on the train up to L.A. or whatever, yeah. and like people will test me. They'll test my patience or they'll really? test my yeah. So can, or but you get like bro- the brothers will be like, oh man, I'll fucking dunk on you, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm like, all right, like, relax, okay. relax, yeah. relax. Yeah. Relax. yeah. <laughs> okay. Has it gone down where you had to kind of like defend yourself and all that stuff? Uh, Has it been taken yeah. that far? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How we do? Always well. I'm here. I'm yeah. All he has to do really is hold on to their heads. You yeah, know, just, 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 well, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm seven feet, three hundred forty yeah. pounds, and I you know You're I got a temper to match. Pounds? Yeah, but uh, but seven feet, three forty doesn't stop no, bullets. No, well. and, yeah, it, and, that's a good and point. it doesn't cure True. cancer, and it doesn't uh, you know so <laughs> yeah. You know. You're so I, yeah, but I gotta you know I. I I can handle myself. So, 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 uh, the island, Big Mama's house, yeah, yeah. commercials. Yes. When does How I Met Your Mother come in? So then that fall. So I, I, when I moved out, I started really just jumping, dove right in head first and yeah. started being out there and going on things. And then I got the call in like September of 2005. Now, how the did The show okay. had just started. Okay. Yes. Was it where it's someone that knew you, thought you were perfect for the part or was it like a, you're, I'm sure you had, um, I'm not a manager. An agent, manager? Yeah. an agent. An you agent. You had an agent. Yes. And he said you would be perfect or is it like come audition? How did that, how did that come No, they, they came looking, they came looking for, to, to cast the Erickson family. Yes. And so they kind of put out a call and were putting out feelers and came across me, however yeah. they do. I don't, yeah. You know, you're just sort of, your pictures are out there and you're out there and you hope for the best. And the description like was big, tall. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not talking about I'm just saying, but the, the description was you fitting it perfectly. Yes. Well, Marshall, uh, Jason Siegel, the actor who played Marshall, my brother, is six foot four. Yeah. And so uh, they want the joke was is that he's a Minnesota kid, came right. from you know a, a big huge, family, yeah, 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 sure. and the and the first time that he was going back to bring Lily home to meet them. Yeah. For Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, so they wanted the the joke, the the gag to be that everybody in the family were these giants. Right. And so they uh, they cast Bill Foggerbach, who's an awesome actor that was a dauber and coach, mm-hmm. and he's a uh, Patrick the Starfish in in SpongeBob. Yes. No way! Yeah. <laughs> That's I, awesome. I love that. I'm like yeah. one time I told him I'm like, dude, you gotta you gotta leave me my outgoing message as Patrick <laughs> on my voice, now, which he, he never did. No, no he never that did. would be incredible. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but so uh, Bill is also uh, six foot six. I think yeah. Bill's six six. Then oh, the, man. then uh, Susie Plax and the uh, actress who played the our, mom. our mom. Yes. Uh, she's a yeah, she legitimate six too. foot, six one, barefoot. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And then uh, and then the other actor, uh, the Robert, dad. who yeah. played the other brother, oh, okay. uh, was like six, seven, six, eight as well. Uh-huh. And so then, you know, when so they, I went you, into, they got their tall family. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so they were kind of looking for like, you know, Were you the America. first to be cast or were you like, the, will you say? You know, honestly, I don't, oh, you don't, I don't know. know. Okay. That's, a, that's a detail. I'm curious about that myself. I would wonder. So so now so now you've done the movies, you've done these, and I know you have questions, but you done these movies you've done these things but uh obviously no one if i ask you the question no one knew it was going to be how i met your mother no one knew it was going to or did you have an inkling from the first like episode like wow this is going to be special well, I did, and that. Oh, because that they had previous. Yeah. They had previous episodes. They did right? because okay. uh, I think uh, Marcus appeared for the first time in the ninth episode of season one. So not that long, so though. Through, right, but yeah. so through the first like six or seven episodes, I was a big fan of the show. Yeah. I, I knew about it because uh, you know you're like they started dropping the advertisements for it, and I was like, oh shit, that's Doogie Howser and the chick from <laughs> yeah. American Pie. Yeah, you know, oh, like, it's it going to be great. Right. You know, yeah. so, oh, the show's going to be great. <laughs> and so actually, um, my older sister Jen, she uh, back in Pittsburgh, we were both real fans of it, and so. We would watch the episodes and then talk on Tuesday and kind of oh my god you see how and Siegel had done a couple movies yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. so and this, he did uh, yeah. Freaks and Geeks which was uh, yeah. kind of had a, a cult so, following so you knew and, like okay these are legitimate actors yeah, they yeah. Suppo- and, and what I tell my wife is like if you look at um what uh, I'm sorry uh, mm-hmm. Allison. Yes, Allison right. Hannigan, Lily. She uh, had Lily. done a, a whole. Her, she grew up on TV. She did Buffy. Yes. And she did that, and then she did all the American Pie movies, and then Jason Siegel, I told him, like, babe, these are, and then yeah. Doogie Howser, these are legitimate actors. Yeah. The only one I didn't know was Ted. Right, right. Or and, Robin. And Robin, or Robin. Mm-hmm. And, and so when, when, it, when it came down, I was like, babe. Ted Mosby. <laughs> So, so I love uh, Ted Mosby. Ted Evelyn Mosby. You love the character, right? <laughs> yes, and I also love Josh Radner. He's such a sweetheart. What is a he? Guy. Yeah, okay. what a guy. Is he just like his character? Uh, no, no. No? Not okay. at all. Uh, but he's like... He's a fucking ass. No. No, he seems he's, like he would be raunchy. <laughs> he's an artiste. Not at all. No? Not at all. Okay. A real sweet guy, but he's like a real thoughtful guy and a real... Um, like a real conscientious, conscious guy. Well, and, the uh, reason, I, uh, okay, he's uh, an artiste. What I was wondering is because he, it was the star of the show, right? He, mm-hmm. But you could say, but we don't see him in a lot of things, right? Why right. do you? I'm not asking you, might know, but yeah. is there an idea of why that is out there? Is he just not that dude, or? Meaning, uh, meaning Josh Ratner, the yes, actor, like the actor, why we never yeah. saw him before. Well, I have no that idea. Or I mean, after. He's first after. The scene. I mean, or, or after. Oh, he's doing his thing now. Don't get me wrong. He's is he in a, movies? He's, in a, he's he... on Broadway right now in, in oh, LA. Okay. He's doing really so he's well. a legitimate yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. He feels it. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. So really, really talented, but he's the one. I think he was the link of the five. Yeah. You're like, who's that guy? You know? Yeah. yeah. And so, then the whole thing was about him. Right. The whole show's about him. Right. Your first day there. Well, well, so let's, let's even go back to the audition. Okay. So, um, th- like I said, they called, they were looking for, looking for, you know, Minnesota type? people, right? Okay. And so, um, the audition was at Fox. They shot the show at Fox. 
And uh, we, uh, you know, they just said, will you come in and read for this? And I was like, oh, the How I Met Your Mother. I'm like, I'm a huge fan of that show. Oh, I you know, talk about it with my sister. I'm like, this would be awesome. And yeah. I, I didn't know necessarily where the whole Erickson family, I don't think they knew, honestly, either. Right. I don't know that they knew that where How the whole Erickson thing was going to mm-hmm. go. Yeah. And, uh, and so, but for that first one, um, they just said, come in and read. And so uh, I went the next day to uh, Fox and walking on the lot up to the casting offices, as I was kind of walking up to the office, there were these two ladies following me in. And so I stepped aside and held the door for them and kind of, you know, they were like, oh, thanks. And I was kind of being flirty and like, you know, I was like, yeah. you know, making a joke about being oh, chivalrous yeah. or whatever, you know. <laughs> okay. And so then, uh, you know, we go in and, and you look around the room and, you know, now 10 years into the game, like you see a lot of the usual suspects in these oh, auditions, right? Yeah. For the big guy right. stuff, yeah, yeah. you know? And so, but there was just like, you know, a lot of other dudes that were big and tall and husky guy, oh, cool. white guy, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, but, um, so it became, it got to be my turn. They called me in a room. I walk in the room and the two ladies that I held the door for were casting the no. part. Ah. So it was like, yeah, it was like totally like I got an extra moment yeah. that yeah. everybody else in the room didn't get. Right. So, and in the audition line was something that didn't even make the show. It was a total like one line throwaway line. The gag was, um, I was sitting next to Lily at the table and the line was, Lily, will you p- please pass the corn? And, and so she was picking up a plate that was, uh, huge ears of corn. And then when she passed it through the frame to me, it was a plate of baby corn. <laughs> and so that was like a sight gag thing. Right, and the, right. But the line was like nonsense. But they Sounds just hilarious. like, it was like side splitting. The two ladies, right. when I read the line, which was nothing, right. they were like, well, you know, they die. They were like dying in their seats. And I'm like, I don't know what they saw. You <laughs> they know? already liked you. I think so. Yeah. They think already so. liked Well, you're like, a very likable guy. Thank you I very mean, much. I and since that. we met you, you know, we, yes, we, 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 getting to we know didn't me, know <laughs> who you were. No, the day we actually met you outside yeah. of, you know, yeah. and we we're like, oh. I re- I, th- th- so, okay, we met at a baby shower. Yes. A mutual yes. friend. Yes. And, and I walk up and I see you, but I, it doesn't click until I sit down and I'm facing opposite. I'm facing opposite of you. I'm like, I know everything. And then, and then he does this. And they go, boom, boom, He does boom. this. Oh, you look. Oh, yeah. you looked I up. looked you up. I'm like, I know that. Like, babe, babe, that's Marshall's brother. Babe. Yeah, that, and that's what he said. He goes, that's Marshall's brother, babe. And then he looks at me. He goes, look, she that's goes, him. She goes, what? And she and turns like around. That. She goes, and I'm like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> I love that But story. it was so funny. Starstruck. Like, we yeah. were like, we're oh, like, my God. I didn't, like, dude, I swear, like, you were sitting there, and I was like, I want to say something, but I don't. Yeah, we wanted to talk to. I mean, you know, we obviously we came in, we were talking to everybody, but we, aside from uh, Brad and Lauren, we didn't know anybody else. You know, Um, so when we said we're like, oh my god, we should so talk to him. We're like, oh my god, and first thing I told him like, you should so have him on your show. Oh yeah, I had to. I had. I I couldn't pass up that opportunity. I'm so happy to be here. We're we're so happy to have you. You're such a great guy. Okay, so so anything else you want to say about uh, how many mother? Well, so in uh, so then. You know, be, like being the fan through the first few episodes and getting an opportunity to read, but having the having the extra opportunity of having a moment with the casting directors, and that, you know, that kind of like it gave it gave me the edge and kind of okay. sealed it. And so then a couple of days later, they called me and said, "We'd like to have you play the role." And oh, so I mean, man. I was shitting bricks though for oh, real because yeah. like you know, I was going to be sharing scenes with Allison and with you know, some you know, so yeah. it was all very like. You know, and, yeah. and to have like sort of pages of dialogue now in a, right. in a sitcom and a guy who grew up loving sitcoms right. and like I was like, yeah, I was and, and, and then to be in one that turned out to be such a historic one as in like 
for at least for our generation, mm-hmm. being the friends almost of our generation mm-hmm. too. So memorable, so many lines, so many uh, scenes, of. right? And we'll get into it. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> keep it, that in mind. It, it's the fact that it, to, to that point that it's on Nick at Night now. And yeah. being a kid that grew up watching TV and grew up loving Nick at Night, yeah. to have my face be on Nick at Night even, even you know, yeah. a few times or whatever is like, I'm like, And, and not to talk down on, on any other, other ones to play, but you, was it intentionally known that you were going to be the, like, the standout brother? Or was it like, let's see who has more charisma and who develops? Because there was some brothers that had some other lines. Yeah. 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 The whole family was kind of involved in that first episode. Yeah. Uh, And then I think through the years, it kind of just, they they saw the writers and and Carter and Craig, the creators, and Mm -hmm. also Pam Fryman, who was the executive producer and director. She had done, her TV credits are like, I mean, like some of the greatest sitcoms like we uh, we can name. Yeah. She's directed episodes and been been on. So uh, they just saw... I guess they saw material. You were the go-to family member at, at that point. Yeah, you drove yeah. him to that the airport. So cool. You did this. You did that. He he interacted with you more, maybe except for the mom or, or the other yeah, guy. But, but yep. you were that brother. He that was no. You yes. represent the whole family. So it, I, I just think that kind of just happened organically. Not yeah. to sound yeah. douchey, but I, you know, I hate when people <laughs> no. say that. Yeah. But it, that's the truth. It just kind of just it just sort of dovetailed. It snowballed. Yeah, and. um then we would we would talk the writers and I would just like talk about funny stuff or, or you know different gags we could throw in or, or different lines. So you or did have things. some say in the. Uh... I wouldn't say that I had say uh-huh. in anything, but um, they were. It was very very friendly and collaborative and open. And wow. so, that's, and just like, cool. you know, when we would go do table reads or we would go do run-throughs, they were open to figuring out new jokes or figuring out things. And that's so, awesome. Oh, Marshall, I stopped by that new donut shop, Hertz Donuts. Would you like a Hertz Donut? Sure. <laughs> hey, where's the... No! Hertz Donut! <laughs> I can't believe you fell for that, bro. Like in the in the one um, the something new episode where we get to, I drop them off at the airport. We, yeah, okay. we, that's the episode of the reveal. We meet the mother for yeah. the first time and right. see her face. That, yeah, uh, the, like the the last nut check gag where I was like, "You want me to grab your bag?" <laughs> yes, and that was all. That was all lost. Yes. In the, just in on lunch break, Matt Kuhn, the the right guy that was one one of the writers on the yeah. episode. Yeah, I was like, "Wouldn't it be funny if I was like, hey, you want me to grab your bag?'" And then like. We, I funny. grabbed yeah. his bag. And, you, uh, and, that's, that's and, then, and then I don't know if you, re- if you remember this, but you did tell us that one that they did not air. Remember? There were a couple. We, the we, jewel ones. The yeah, ju- we filmed like five or six different. There was a crossword the, uh, puzzle <laughs> where I came in. He was talking and I came in with the uh, little little spectacles on yeah. and doing a crossword puzzle. And I was like, uh, seven letter word, capital of Thailand. And he's like, Bangkok. Yeah, got him. That's funny. And uh, so the Bangkok line yeah. didn't make it. The uh, the family jewel, Erickson family that jewel. One, didn't when make you said it. was you walked in and you like, oh, he's yeah. like, not yet. No, I had these like, I had a shoe box yeah. full of like gaudy jewels yeah. and like big like, you know, right. like, rubies and stuff. And I had the, the, the little yeah. the monocle or whatever, yeah. like I'm looking at the jewels <laughs> and, the, and the side of the box, it said Erickson family jewels. That's so funny. And, and like, it wasn't even like he stopped me. He yeah, was he's like, like I, no. yeah, he's no, like, no. I can't even do this right now. Because <laughs> it was the moment where he, um, he was offered the judge ship yeah. over the phone, yes. and yeah. so he hangs up the phone, and I'm, and then they pull out, and I'm sitting there at the yeah. table with yeah. him. Yeah, and uh, 
when you see the episode and you know everything that happens in that episode, it makes sense that it's not in there. Yeah. But like selfishly, I was right. bummed. I was bummed. No, I'm I like, you. oh man, they left like four nut checks on the cutting room floor. Yeah, like, they were good. They were good yeah. nut checks but too. Just you telling us, I'm sure we picture it. You know, yeah. like right? we could picture you so doing that. I mean, maybe so director's cut of that episode. I think would be great. Maybe on like the uh, gag reel? on the uh, um, on the DVD. See, yeah, maybe. On the, yeah. I don't think you it had is, questions, babe. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I um, I actually wanted to play trivia with you. Oh gosh. Yes. Nice. I wanted to see your um how well you know your show. Oh god. <laughs> I love that. Okay, okay, cool. I'm game. Well and, and also question okay. So how I met your mother. Yes. Ned. Okay, you ready to play? Yes. Okay. All right. So they're easy questions. I hope. When <laughs> I don't know I don't know where I don't know what, what is okay. what I'm about to hear. It, 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 no, and you know what? It's also I wanted to, I want I want to know if you know okay. how uh also, how uh, in comparison Friends is to because that's why I said uh, yeah. you know keep that oh, in mind. Wow. Okay. Yeah, how similar Friends is to How I Met Your Mother. Okay, okay. Obviously, uh, setting of How I Met Your Mother is New York City. New York City. Okay, just like Friends. Okay, and how many cast members? The only um, the only difference of Friends, you know, for, from How I Met Your Mother is one person, right? Okay. 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 So. You have your professional, which is Schmosby, the Schmo- architect. Okay, the architect in Friends. It would be uh, Ross. You know, okay, like sure. So Professor you have Ross Geller, <laughs> and uh, there's <laughs> Doctor Geller. There it is. Okay. Yeah, okay. he didn't. So he didn't become I don't know if you know that both Friends professor. and How I Met Your Mother. You know, they have their regular hangout spots. Oh yeah, Central Perk and okay. uh, McLaren's. Yes. Now, Central Perk and Friends used to be a bar. Also, okay. I don't know if you're familiar I did not with that. Know that. Okay, yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> it's a fascinating at this point. I know, I love this because I love <laughs> Friends. I grew up on Friends. Okay, friends okay. oh, like you know, huge was... Friends fan. Yes. yes. So if you, if obviously you go back to like certain episodes, in, it explains on how friend, uh, they, they used to hang out at the bar, and then has like, can you believe they're going to change this place into a coffee place? Like, where are we going to hang out now? And then you know, so that. Oh, okay. do you think it was I like a progressive that. thing? Maybe. Oh, okay. okay. Did you know? Or well, you know what? It's more not even more trivia than me. Just you asking, just him asking him hey, questions. Listen, I yeah. love it. I'm okay. loving this. This is fun. Did you know? Okay. 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 How? Um. Obviously, they had their regular bartender slash barista. Yes. Mike. Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 They um, had a couple. But Carl, Carl was the bartender in How I Met Your Mother, and then uh, uh, don't please don't tell me the uh, the the blonde guy, the freaky blonde guy. <laughs> don't say that. Uh, oh no, no, one no, knows. no one's paying attention. They're all paying attention. Oh, How man. dare you? How um, dare you? Starts with the. It, it sounds very. Give, it to me. Give me the first letter. G. Uh, G. <laughs> you gotta. You're gonna have to give it to me. Gunther. Gunther. Oh, Gunther. <laughs> yes, they have Carl, and they have. And I'm they so have. bummed I couldn't give you Gunther. No, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Okay, so um, another similarity, yes. I don't know if you knew, is uh, Rachel was uh, the career woman also, you know, right. and in this case it was... Uh, Kobe Smulders, yes, who played Robin. Robin yeah, the, she was the, the reporter. Uh, yeah, the reporter. Yeah. So, um, funny story about that. Um, it, uh, Kobe Smulders, she actually already starts off as the professional, whereas to in Friends, Rachel kind of works her way up, because you know how she 
you know, first yeah, works at the coffee table. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I just well, little fun. It's almost like the uh, the you know the, all the similarities between Abraham Lincoln and JFK. Oh, oh yeah. So, but what's what we, is behind that? I, I don't understand. I, that. I don't I can't know. Tell you That's why what that I would I would have loved to know because also uh, I was reading that. Um, what were they there is something like where Joey would be uh, would be uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. So he had his characters, womanizer, womanizer, right? Sure. Yes. Uh, and it, so th- there are those comparisons that people say it's kind of like a ripoff, but I wouldn't say it's a ripoff because the, the I want to say like How I Met Your Mother is definitely in tune to that generation, mm-hmm. right? When Friends was also Friends is almost more, I would say maybe cleaner. You know what I'm saying? It Be- got raunchier at it the end. It did get raunchy because <laughs> yeah. it was growing with the times, right? right? But yeah. how I met, I mean, Neil Patrick Harris was the man yeah. on that show. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, he grew into his, his character and who would have known that Doogie Hauser, with all due respect, would be this actor who's grown up to do these acts, these parts and these, these characters, you know what I mean? It, it was super interesting to see that happen. He, uh, yeah, he's like, a mega mega star, mega yeah. mega wattage. And like, we saw him in a what movie? Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Oh, we yeah, just yeah, finished yeah. watching him so in Gone awesome. Girl. It was terrible. He was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Don't blow it for everyone. You know, if they haven't seen Gone Girl yet. <laughs> okay, well, you have to watch Spoiler Gone Girl. So. But, but uh, no, Neil Patrick Harris, though, um, you know, more than I guess any, you know, I had the story about Ray Allen kind of dunking over me. Yeah. I think Neil Patrick Harris is probably the biggest star I've ever had the pleasure of sort of being that close to and yeah. having a relationship with and, uh-huh. and being like, having a personal thing, you know? And uh, some of my favorite stories, like behind-the-scenes stories, were from going there and just being in hair and makeup and sitting in the chair next to him and talking about last night's American Idol or whatever. Like, like, they were all all so down-to-earth and they were all so humble and it just sort of, like, belies their megastar status. Allison Hannigan was a huge star, bankable star when she got How I Met Your Mother. Right. And uh, and Neil Patrick Harris, too. Right. Uh, And so... Like the, for them to be as down to earth and friendly and open to me and welcoming to me from really from day one, yeah, it was really a special thing for me. It's I, refreshing I always, to hear. Yeah, I will always respect them and remember that. It's because I said there were there were other sets I've been on where it's don't talk to them, don't look at them, wow. don't mess with them. But it's not like that for them at all. That's awesome. Yeah, it really was. It made it. It made it. Um, it made it a special work environment. It was the yeah. greatest work environment I've ever been a part of. Yeah, of any job it? or any anything I've ever had. Right. Yeah. Do you still keep in touch with them? Nah, nah. No. They've all like, they, nah. they all kind of went their different ways. Right. And yeah, a lot of them are back so. in New York now. Uh, um, Carter and Craig are back in New York, and they were New York guys, which also might explain some of the Friends crossover. Mm. Uh, they came up. They were um, they were writers on Letterman, Carter and Craig. Oh, wow. And um, th- so they're New York guys, yeah. and the show is very New York. And yet, though, it's, su- it's very subtly, very L.A., too, if you kind of pick up on – how I Met Your Mother, a little bit of the way that they talk. They're, they don't talk like traditional New Yorkers. There They're was not, not a lot of New York accents. No. no, but also the way sort of the that like underlying attitude that a New Yorker yeah. has, a like sandpaper grit that mm-hmm. everybody has there. Yeah. Uh, they had a very laid back like L.A. thing. They were very yeah. Yeah. They were like okay. a lot of dude and bro and <laughs> stuff like that that people in New York don't talk like that. What's that one that we like uh, where she goes uh, – they already have them full. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the very LA-ish, uh, slangish. Yeah, I like that. But they created so many. Like, if you look back on the on the like the full run of the show, they mm. created so many like buzz moments and yeah. buzz phrase catchphrases. Yeah. A lot of memes. And, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where it's that's like, where we're triviaing yeah. from, or and actually like, um, me more explaining uh, yeah. stuff, like the whole bro code and, yeah. all, and, the, and the, how it became the book and everything, and how, like that. That's um, you know, you, you know, could buy such that. a credit to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you go to sponsorship, but you can buy the bro code. The bro code. Yeah, <laughs> I want that. Okay, duly that's noted. Been out for ages. I think they they dropped the bro code back in like season two. I nice. think that book duly came out. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Like oh yeah. That. Uh, okay, so let's get into a couple segments so we can close down the show. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I need Ned. Let's go with, I need a minute of venting. Okay. Just everyday venting. Oh, wow. From Ned. Just the, just the what, what gets under Ned's skin? Yes. Yeah, oh. you, you because know. you say that your temper matches your <laughs> height, so. And you uh, seem like such a great guy. Well, you right? know. I'm an actor. No? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, okay. Uh, no. <laughs> wow. Well. Um, no, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, you know, the uh, I can definitely say... Just from the two and a half hour commute down here, that is only, uh, we're only about 20 miles apart. Yeah, just about. But for two and a half hours on the bus. So that'll get me. Well. I think that in, for, for, <laughs> for public transit, um, that, that like kind of, my dad grew up in Queens. I'm a Northeast guy. New York is the gold standard of public transit. And, uh, and, you know, it's a part of the routine there. Yeah. Everybody takes it. It's it's like when you're down on the subway, you're down there with like homeless cats and and also like stockbrokers. And it's like everybody's uh, a part. It's a part of the yeah. part of the um the fabric of New York, right? Okay. But out here, it's still kind of like a new thing, and we're t- it's trying to figure out its way. So when they ripped out the red cars and they. Uh, in the 90s, they brought back the blue line, and yeah. so it's still it's still in its like infant stages. It's like mm-hmm. in its terrible twos yeah. now, and it really is terrible, <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly. And I like What's I spend a lot part, of time like say? Um, the time. It's a time killer. Like if you you just you can't take it and expect to, it to either run on time or to run by the schedule. Like mm-hmm. even tonight coming down, like and, it, and it's a completely different agency, Orange County and LA County of yeah. right. separate agencies. And uh, the ride only I should have been here by six, and I walked in here. You know, we wanted to start at seven, yeah. and I was like. I was like maybe five till pushing. Was it because the, the bus was the late, hour. or is it all the stops that it's making? It's all the stops. It's the it's the other traffic because you're having oh. the same, you're in the same traffic as everybody else, so really? you're kind of like crawling along. Yeah. But then you've got to stop every few feet, to, oh. you know. And then people. and then the weird thing is like, because I don't want to get down on the people that are on it, but at the same time, it's like it's not <laughs> a uh, it's not as peppy and 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 everybody has like in New York, it's like that they call it the rat race. And so uh, one summer in college, I got I had an internship or a summer job working on Wall Street. I was a filing clerk at an insurance company on Wall Street. So every day I was making a half hour, 45 minute commute from New Rochelle, New York down to Grand Central, jumping on the subway and going down to Wall Street. I used to eat my lunch. I'd do my lunch breaks at the World Trade Center and like, and kick it down Mm -hmm. there around Wall Street. And, uh, and so like that rat race, the day to day, shoulder to shoulder, everybody doing their thing. And it's like, everybody's moving at a flow. And out here it's like super leisurely and super like just everybody's on their own time. no, we're Everyone's known for that. Yeah, yeah. And Everyone that, just that, got off the dispensary. They're yeah. super stoned. They don't. They don't know what's going I'm on. I'm not. When I first moved out here, it's like I still had the East Coast temper. So I you was were like, like, I was like freaking. I would freak out. Because New York minute. Like, I know you're like everybody's got their head in the fucking clouds. Everybody's yeah. sun bleached and got, you know and fucking high and and like. You know, so I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of the way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, move it along. So, like, like, you that. sit back yeah. there. You, you kind of sit back there in the back of the bus, and you're watching people do their thing. And there's a lot of, um, you know, it's it is a you know, like it's it's a lot of old people take it. A yeah. lot of down on their luck people, or a lot of like right. you know, sort of, um, you know, not not handicapped, but yeah. like you see a lot of walkers and and wheelchairs yeah. and. 
And uh, it just takes time. Yeah, it takes I'm with time. you. Okay, I like so that. That's See, like, that's, a- that's that's one that gets me. That's one. Still, that gets me. Do you feel better? I do. I do. The public yeah. the public transit. I do a lot of. Uh, I get I get wound up because yeah. if you have anywhere to be, I always say if you have anywhere to be on any kind of time frame, you cannot take the transit. No. Yeah. So well, like I'm glad I'm, you took the transit gate here though. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate mean, I, but that. I'm gonna you know on the way back to Long Beach, <laughs> I'll probably get back tomorrow. Good luck. Yeah, it'll be Thursday, and I'm gonna get back to Long Beach. We got we got one more segment. Okay. we got to do before we close down the show okay. it's someone I like to call 12 rounds so the way that works is you're a big dude okay. you know Brock scrappy <laughs> we're going to do someone I like to call 12 rounds the way it works is I'm going to ask you 12 questions okay. okay each more difficult than the last okay if you answer all 12 questions honestly you're the champion you walk away with the belt I love that okay if you cannot answer the question or you will not answer the question you will be knocked out Okay. I'm the champion and I get those big ass shoes you're wearing. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Are you Wait, willing to play 12 rounds? Size 18 now? Uggs. Yeah, I that's what I was going to ask. Size 18. Holy shit. Yep. Yep. Oh, I like that. We're going to start using a bell now. Thanks, Valley. That. Valley in the house. Size 18. Well, I it, yeah. But I, so I appreciate the nature of the game. I love the idea. Okay. I'll go 12 rounds okay. with you. But like so, uh, you know. It, Not literally. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Well, what's yeah. happening then? What's no, I'm going to go 12, going 12 rounds of, of questions. Okay. But like, we're, what are we going to do? We're going to channel our inner Howard Stern now. We're going to talk about, we're going to get big questions. No, 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 no. I'm not going to be like, how big is, no, no, Okay. No. <laughs> Respectful, but okay. e- each question is more personal. Okay. So that's why people sometimes when I want to dodge them. Oh, and yeah. you can you can tap out whenever you like. Okay. It's up okay. to you. But so you know, you're not. I ask everyone these questions. Okay. Because okay, I'm excited. People think that I corner them. It's not my intention. <laughs> this is cool. Round number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Babe. No. Once. Oh, just once. Ding ding ding. Round number one. Ding ding. Boom. <laughs> Take two on the ding. Bell. What is your? Okay. You what is your favorite part about your craft? Uh, getting to, getting to pretend to be, you know, something that maybe you're not or get, having the opportunity to transform yourself and be someone else or somewhere else. Uh, and the more opportunities you get to do that, that's the, that's, that's the thing. I like that. So for, for an actor like a, like these, like a, like Christian Bale who gets to be, you know, to get yeah. to really explore the range, that's, yeah. that's the thing. So they're just make believe, play and make believe. That's my favorite thing. Round number two. Okay. What is your, what is your least favorite part about your craft? Uh, supersized egos, personalities, yeah. um, uh, you know, kind of the, that, na- the nasty side of it. Yeah. And, and running into, um, Oversized personalities. Yeah, sure. That's not, that's not, that's like one of my least favorite parts. I bet. Round number three. If you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Hmm. Uh, I would have loved to work with Marlon Brando. Oh, okay. That would have been cool. Um, maybe somebody alive. Uh, let's say Christian Bale. I think Christian Bale is one of the, one of the real talents. You could be like, um, I'm trying to think of a, of a big guy. Not Vane. I guess you could have you been a good Vane. In the, in the Batman film? You know what sure. I'm saying? Like, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the, I think uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. There Dude, you, oh, you could be go. Croc. You could kill it as Croc. Let's pitch that idea. Dude, I love that. I'm going to like your part. So do that. I'm going to talk it up. Yeah. I, I got Christian Bale's number. I'll text him. Are you willing <laughs> to uh, spray paint your body green? Absolutely. Are you Absolutely. willing to uh, modify your body? Absolutely. Yeah, I like scales it. and totally. put balls. 
hours, hours. Balls? Are, why do we have balls? balls You've never he seen wants to pop bad enough. Then on that head. <laughs> you want, yes, Little you want it bad enough. Put your balls in your face. Oh, boo. <laughs> no, no, no. You've never seen that. Um, there's okay. Just real quick. There's this uh, documentary called Modify or yeah. Modify mm-hmm. Me or mm-hmm. Body. It's mm-hmm. on Netflix. I can't remember. But yeah, there's people. He puts the metal bear- bearings in his. Yeah, sure. it, it's just it's not just one person. It's like they do so many. They splice this. They. Uh, burn things yeah. i don't know sure. what the term is called but they like brand their uh instead of tattoos now it's like branding yeah. but this guy in particular he wants to look like a reptile so that's yeah, why i was I saying put him. those little balls on his head you know i don't know what they're <laughs> called he looks sca- he tattooed scaled and you know that's right so uh, are you willing to do that for i don't a part? know that i would I'm tattoo but i would uh you know they like uh you know to have to like shave <laughs> shave your head or like do right. something you know to uh to play whatever a, it to takes play a part. absolutely I like that. yeah yeah I like that. Yeah, like, 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 you know, Christian Bell lost like 100 pounds to yeah. do like the machinist. Yeah. Just like that. I like that. Round number four. Okay. What are you most proud of for round number four? Oh, we got to get the bell. We got to get the bell. Yeah. For can, round four. Thank you. Just yeah. give me that. Well, you <laughs> said no. There it is. Round four. <laughs> uh, tell me, ask, ask again, please. Uh, what are you most proud of? Uh, I gotta say, gotta say how I met your mother as okay. far as like what, you know, a gig that I've gotten or something sure. that to, to, to be, uh, what are you yeah, most, no, whatever to, that to, means um, to you to have been Marcus Erickson and to have kind of taken a place in the pantheon in the, how I met your mother universe mm-hmm. and, and that'll never go away. I like that. Uh, that's, that's special to me. Round number five. What are you least proud of for round number five? Oh gosh. What am I least proud of? Um, man, maybe, uh, maybe my, I'm, I'm least proud of my, uh, my memory for things maybe. Cause, uh, <laughs> man, I'm telling you, I can, I'm awful forgetful, but I've also been, uh, I've had no less than six concussive events in my, uh, in my ah, life. Whoa. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So well, I, I, so there's yeah. A good no, so, uh, but no, I, I want to do something better than that though for what am I not proud of? I hate it when I hate it when I feel you get painted into a corner when you feel like you have to lie or be dishonest, which happens in his business. There's yeah. the bell. Yeah, and uh, and so no, no, no. I'm I'm saying okay, good. In moments, yeah. I'm I'm being I'm answering honestly okay, and saying yeah. that I'm not proud when you have to like when you have to be, be dishonest or you have oh. to um you gotta you gotta front more to, just, but to get that part to get, or to get that or next edition. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. And so uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not proud of that. I, I like to maybe hold hold yourself to a standard of trying to be, you know, as open and honest uh, yeah. in, with everybody all the time. Yeah. But sometimes you got to front in this business. It is and what so, it is. Uh, well, and there's a, there's like a, a self preservation to that. You got to protect oh, yourself. And right. then, but also like you know, when you walk into an audition or you walk into a thing, I mean, you want the gig, you want the job, of so course. you got to give them what Do they it. want. And so sometimes you got to, you know, so they, yeah, I don't think round that's, number that's, six. Yeah. I, I, I got to okay. okay. keep moving. What, what are you going to say? I just, I just, do you feel like you've ever had to compromise yourself or the way you feel or the way you think or believe mm. for parts? Do you? Luckily, no. Okay. Luckily, no. But I know every day people have to go through that. I'm yeah. sure. You know, like when you check the dial or you, you know, in the, in the music thing, definitely. I mean, yeah. it's like this business is, um, you know, it's not, uh, it's not Sunday school. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like, like there's that. a lot of, um, there's a lot of dishonesty. There's a lot of ego. There's a lot of using and abusing. And mm-hmm. uh, I've been lucky to this point to not have had to compromise my better judgment or my morals or no. whatever to get ahead or whatever. But yeah. I can't lie. Like, I would like that opportunity. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Never like mind. I would like. I want to. Yeah. No, I, I want to I wanna no. have the opportunity. No. I want to. I want to be confronted with that. Like that. That just means that you've been in a game long enough. You're, you're a you've got it to a certain point where it's yes. like people want yes. you to to where you have an opportunity to have to figure out whether that's right for you or not. I like. You know, that. I've never. I've never been confronted with that. I've never that's been good. confronted with a casting couch situation. I would love that. <laughs> well, you I would. would. To, yes. Would you do it? Uh, the, uh, Johnny uh, Griezmann. Would I'm you done. do a casting couch sort of situation? <laughs> yeah, like if you walked into a casting Please situation and like the late the casting female, ca- he's got to be female. Oh, right? he's got to be. It, well, okay, I mean, yeah. hey, it changes everything. <laughs> tall not tall glass of water. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but like it's a different ball game when you're talking about. Yeah. You better be but fucking it, Christian like, Bale's fucking. But, but, I better be Robin. But you know I want to. I want to walk into a casting uh, <laughs> thing where the casting director is like, you know, if you want to get this, you, let, we need to roll in the hay. I'm like, let, like, me, let me be confronted with that. I want to. I would like to know what I would. I would do because I've never been in a situation. I know what you would do. You and I both. No, no. I, uh, the weird thing is, because I've had this conversation before, I have somebody in my life, so like it oh, changes things, I man. See. It changes I things because like, like when you don't have somebody at home, yeah. like then you then you're like all bets are off, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but like you, when you have somebody like who's good for you and good to you and supportive, then you're different. like, oh man, what am I going to do here? Round number six. Just make a call and be like, is he, is would this it be okay? okay? Would this be okay? Pass. No! One hall pass, hall it's pass. four million. Oh, Audition oh, hall oh, pass. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. do what right. you got to do, babe. <laughs> round number right. six. What yeah. is your biggest fear for round number six? Uh, I think uh, the actor in me, it's it's like like fading out fading out or uh or not working anymore or yeah. like the, like on to the next thing kind of like um that was that was touched on in Birdman how Michael Keaton really captured that uh, the actor's panic of yeah. losing being irrelevant yeah mm. uh and so yeah probably I, f- I fear never working again I, f- I fear that Marcus Erickson was was the high note for me and that's it oh, you know what okay. I mean so like I, I'll keep you up at night but yeah. it'll also keep I think it'll keep me sharp and keep motivated. me motivated right. Absolutely. and keep my head in the game so when I start to get distracted or maybe start to rest on that yeah. that I'm always like hungry for the next thing yeah. right but uh, yeah I think the actor's fear of being irrelevant is is a big fear I hear you round number seven mm-hmm. who would you take a bullet for uh god um i mean my uh my my brothers my two older brothers my sister my sister's four kids so my family, brother's kid. family is big for me uh my chick I, w- I would definitely protect my chick um oh at one time too you could just yeah i can just i can like <laughs> well lay you kind of can just yeah round number <laughs> eight <laughs> round number family, eight horizontal. family and my chick big time respectable yeah, yeah. round number eight who would you let that bullet hit Mm. I'm not saying Ned shoots someone. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bullet flying through the sky. Yeah, I would just kind of yawn. You move out of the way. You'd be like, it is what it is. Uh, There's a long list of people in my life, yeah. Really? And and an elephant never forgets. So, uh, you know, I can can definitely, I can hold my liquor and I can also hold a grudge. So I got a lot, I got an arm's length list of people that, uh. When I lay down at night and I and I ask for blessings. Oh my I goodness, also, Ned! You, you, I, also, you I, I also ask for. Oh no! Do you, have, do you have to send those requests somewhere else? Because <laughs> uh, you send like you want to bless people, you want to like look out for people. You curse? send those up there, but like Satan, would you, you please make sure? <laughs> yeah, no, I got uh, I, I I I curse, I curse, yeah. I curse people. Okay. I curse, yeah, I hold Anyone grudges is. and I curse people. Okay, anyone in well, particular? You know, no, we don't have to get specifics, but there is someone. 
Yeah, um, Metro Los Angeles, the, the, the transit agency. The fucking I, bus driver. Yeah, I cursed them. 2015 is the year for them to be cursed. Yeah. He shakes his fist Because I had a terrible 2014 on there, man. I had a lot of like yeah. missed appointments and it things sucks. I ran late for and stuff that would get okay. get me. And so, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a, uh, vin- I'm a vindictive prick. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Round number nine. Round number nine. <clears throat> Who would you never work with for round number nine? Hmm. Uh, it, it's not, well, I, I don't know that, I don't know that there's anybody that I wouldn't work with or give okay, them a shot. How about because, for you more specific? Is mm-hmm. it who would you never work with again? Oh, wow. Is there a person you would never like, you know what? I'm good. I don't want to deal with that. Or I, I, I ran into that more in, in playing hoops. There, there are a lot of guys, oh, coaches I played for, yeah. or like people that I'm kind they, yeah. they burned me and I'm kind of like, I would never want to, I would never want to associate with them again. Yeah. Uh, in the acting game, though, I don't, I don't know. I think that the project, it, it changes thing to thing. So a new project with somebody, I mean, I've never really had bad experiences in, um, to where I, you just didn't want to go to work the next like, day. Oh, you never no, wanted to. No, work. not any acting thing. Okay, that's good. So I'm, I'm pretty open to it. Even like the stories about the, you know, diva actors or, yeah. you know, like, even them. It's like, okay. you get a chance to share a scene because when the, when the camera rolls, like, none of that matters. Oh. And you're and you're somebody else anyway. So sure. you're like playing a role. You're so you, there you, for a thing. You don't take it personal. You understand and right. you move on. Right. I like right. That. But I'm pretty 10. lucky. I've been pretty lucky not to have you know that that list is. Yeah. You know, there's no. <laughs> well, that's on good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Round number ten. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you believe in God? Absolutely. Now, what does that mean? Is that is that well, a physical being or is it more like a a spiritual nature? Is it is it like you believe in a physical being that's like controlling and present in everyday life? Or I think that um I, I have a I have a master's degree in psychology and um I, when you understand how human beings formulate beliefs and where they come from, yes. I always say that um uh for millennia uh mankind believed the world was flat but never once did it ever come close to making that true yeah so uh what i believe about god or whatever is completely irrelevant okay to to what it is it is it is what it is to use a trite yeah you know for turn of phrase but uh, what i believe about it will not change it or, or make it any make it any more true or less true so beliefs beliefs go in the ground with your brain and your and your body mm. so um you know, so wow. so it's like um, mm. what, what's there is there, and I feel um, I, I've had moments in my life of, of connecting with what's there, yeah. and then you have moments in your life where you're detached from what's there, yeah. and so that that duality struggle of duality. I'm definitely a believer, and I came up uh, Catholic. I, you know, I would consider myself a Christian. Yeah. Uh, and but like what I believe about God is irrelevant. Okay, okay. I respect that. Yeah. Round eleven, last two. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. Round 11. This is fun. I'm enjoying this. Thank you. I appreciate Yay. it. Round 11. <clears throat> what is your biggest insecurity? Round 11. Mm. Uh, biggest Wait, insecurity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, biggest insecurity. Um, I don't know. It's weird because um, I, I feel like sometimes my uh, my Chinese uh, astrological symbol is the, is sheep. So there is a side wow. of me that is shy and timid. Yeah. And so what um, what is... Um, you know, like I, I can't control that I'm big and 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 get a t- like get attention, and yeah. people will naturally like see me and notice me. And so, yeah. like it's it's weird that that's a strength for me, and it's something that I parlay into making a living, and it's a thing. Right. But also at the same time, it's like I'm not a guy necessarily that seeks a lot of attention, yeah. and I don't necessarily like a lot of attention. So you become an actor. 
I know, right? It's kind of, it's <laughs> I hear you, but you, you kind of like, you, you, you have something expressed, you have a, an artistic value, but you really want to highlight behind a tree most of the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, so like there's exactly a, there's a shy and timid side to me that, yeah. um, I don't need all the attention, but like riding the bus or going out to, for coffee or going to the grocery store or whatever, I'm sort of on the spot all the time. Because but as an actor, are, you don't want to be, overlooked or surpassed or, or right so right oh i see very but, but see, you can't have it both ways because like the actors who lament having to go to the grocery store and be chased by people that want their picture or that people want to talk uh, to them like right. you can't have it both ways yeah. true and uh and like i'm not famous but like when i, I can't i'm i'm constantly bugged going anywhere That's awesome. but just because like from being a big dude and people yeah. are curious about me and they're fascinated and with like, me and you, stuff, you and so look like, familiar and i where have i seen you i'm sure yeah. you get that all the, the way we bugged you well, I mean, but that, but it's 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 weird. It's like the the shy side. It only the like it only like ten percent of people out there have a podcast. So I mean, like whenever you're bugged, you know what I'm saying? No. But, it, but it's like uh, you know, I'm not I'm not necessarily out there looking for attention. But right. like So so it kind of like it yeah. puts me on the spot. So when you're talking about insecurity, I guess you know. The attention? height thing and the attention mm. of it, I get, I get timid. I'm just like, let me the fuck alone. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> you. Know? you. I'm with you. <laughs> round twelve, last and final round. Yes. Close down the interview. Pacquiao Mayweather. Well, you know, oh, we wow. laughed, we it's cried. Coming. You know what I'm saying? We we went through memory lane and we learned a lot from that. I, I hope think. so. I hope we covered learned about you a lot. I think I think I think we're good. So yeah. please come back whenever you like. I would love to. You know I would what I'm saying? Love to. Uh, I, I had a great time. It was me great too. meeting you. You did not disappoint. I did as well. We're very happy that you did not because I've been really lucky to the people that I've sat down with. I, I really had like an admiration and they didn't let me down. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm glad you joined those ranks. So thank you for that. Well, let me say that I appreciate what you guys are up to with the yeah. show. I've done my research and my background work well, on you, you before yeah. coming you. in. And so yeah. I really appreciate what you're up to yeah. and uh, trying to uh, open minds uh, yeah. and expose uh, people to new artists. And like that, um, I love that you guys are trying to introduce people to um artists and musicians and actors yeah. and and that that are maybe not on the mainstream not right. on the the, the the machine air quotes again yeah right. is not uh spoon feeding us right. and that you guys are out there uh, sh- sh- you know really showing that we, off we, we i love lo- that i really enjoy the fact that we get to hey we have the liberty to do that mm-hmm. so that's why it was internet based and it's it's the people base where it's like it, we don't we don't have anyone saying oh you got to book this person or he's doing his rounds no no it's like who do you like who are you enjoying who do you really want to sit in front of george that's me yeah. what do you want to sit in front of well i would love to talk to this person blah blah, blah. so it's we've been really lucky with everyone we've had on mm-hmm. and uh thank you thank you for coming thank through. yeah so no i reckon i recognize it though i recognize what you're up thank to you. i appreciate it very much i think it's a, it is a great show and yeah. listening to it Thanks. and the, the sort of like the message and the yeah. and the um the mission statement, yeah. if you will, of wake Thank the flock you. up. I yeah. appreciate it. I'm I'm on board. That's and awesome. so I will have to come back another time and talk hip hop nev- because Oh, you're hip hop hit. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, I had no idea. Well, why I mean, did we not cover this? Hey, why didn't you just say well, mentions? I, I was gonna joke because I, I know that you like to ask about, you know, the five favorite MCs or whatever. I was gonna so get was into like, it, but I, was, I didn't know. I was armed and ready. We still but have like, half an hour, but, you know. You know, when you <laughs> I I've I love I've grown to respect and, and enjoy hip hop and rap or as I knew Top it five. as a was I knew it as a child, shut that shit off yeah. was what my dad called it. <laughs> Dinner. Turn that, turn that bumpity bump. Ned's top five. Off, Ned's top five. Say. Let's real quick. Let's uh, run through them. So, uh, Q-Tip, Tribe Call Quest. Uh-huh. Uh, uh Kwali, Bla- uh, Black Star. Yeah. Um, uh, Gang Star, Far Side, Dave Soul. Oh my God. <laughs> Ned. Ned, I we need to do this. a part two yes. with you. We need to do part two, Ned. Strictly yes. hip hop. Strictly hip hop. Okay, uh, bottom five. 
Uh, Eminem. Oh! Um, Eminem bottom five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Bottom That's five. a first for the show, yeah. okay? Eminem's in the bottom five for me. Yeah. Uh, Walmart Jay-Z. I love early Did Jay-Z. Did you say Walmart? Yeah, I love early Jay-Z. Yeah. When Jay-Z was coming up in Brooklyn, and yeah. I, I, like, I was in New York yeah. and hearing mixtapes and yeah. like hearing about this dude Jig from Brooklyn, yeah. and then... Now, now he's available at Walmart and Target, and and, and it's kind of like yeah, hey, it's I love Target. Eminem, current Jay Z. Um, you know, I don't know. Then, then beyond that, it starts to get muddled. Uh, I love, uh, I love, I love old Outkast, but yeah. I don't necessarily love Radio Play Outkast. Okay. Um, so anything that gets homogenized and whitewashed, then, then it, it, it loses it for me. It loses it for me. Yeah. So I don't like pop. I don't like pop radio, hip hop. Yeah. Um, but so I you love, listen to K. Dale Yeah, but I love jazzy beats and 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 I love poetry, flowetry yes. over over a jazzy beat. I can definitely get down on that. That's what's up. But um, but uh, anything to Walmart, to white. So I'm guessing you're like a Wu Tang like man. I love Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what's up. I, I really, I was I, like the, the, being in the in the mid to late '90s in yeah. New York, and and there was some real good stuff coming coming out of that. The, the well, well, you got a great radio voice. Thank you. Right? Thank you you. Ra- so we got to come back for part two and talk hip hop then. Love to. All right. I would love to. Twelve and yeah. final round. Okay. <clears throat> Ned. No, we'll get there. Oh. We'll get there. Why? Hmm. Because I said so. <laughs> You're big enough. <laughs> yeah. That's what, no one's going to go against it. That was always what I heard growing yeah. up. Anytime I asked why, it was pretty much because I said so. Because you said so. Yeah. Yeah. That's like kind that. of the that's kind of the way I was brought up. So uh, you know when you yeah yeah I respect right. that. So the Same so here. the uh, the bounce back why because I said so yeah. now Same why. Here. I mean that's, that's so open ended. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll leave it with because I said so. <laughs> you are the champion. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I love that. I'm coming back to defend my crown. Come back. Yes. And, Thank uh, you for joining us. Yeah, this I was had a, lot a of great fun. time. I, yeah. enjoy, I apologize for the little uh, technical difficulties we had, but we made it work. Wife, thank you for co-hosting. Beautiful day. Thank, yeah. thank you everyone for showing up tonight. I appreciate that. So please come back. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Can I uh, can I plug my uh, Twitter venture? Please, please. So I tweet uh, uh, at I'm seven feet spelled yes. out I M S E V E N F E E T, which is because it's the eponymous question for me is how tall are you? How tall are you? And, how tall and are you? So like, I'm too like, tall to like some some or the other, right? Yeah. It's like, but I feel like uh, for, like all day every day when I'm out, I'm going. I'm oh. seven feet. I'm seven feet. I'm seven feet. Yeah. Wear a shirt. Yeah. Uh, people have said that. So I uh, <laughs> Michelle got me a for my birthday best birthday present ever. She got me a, a Steelers. Uh, number seven with I'm seven feet on the name nice. plate. So and yeah. so uh, it was in, originally intended. You got to get a shirt, right? Yeah. Everybody right. says that yeah. in order to, um, so that maybe people will leave you alone. It has the exact opposite effect. Yeah. So I wore it. I wore it to Heinz <laughs> what Field. What does that mean? No, no, I wore it to Heinz Field for, for a couple of Steeler games yeah. and like, and it creates a sensation and people want to take pictures with me and awesome. the jersey and everything. Yeah. But, uh, but so I tweet, uh, I tweet all the how tall are you? It happens to me all the time. Okay. And, and I have a lot of, um, you know, interactions with strangers that I probably normally otherwise wouldn't have and so uh, the way people interact with me and the way they perceive me and how they how they are and and they a lot of they say a lot of crazy things strangers say a lot of crazy things and so um i try to tweet that and and so the the idea is to walk a mile in my 18s and see Mm. what it see what it's like that's right yeah yeah. so um Yeah, so I'm tweeting at I'm seven feet and yeah. on the requisite Facebook as well. And yeah. then I have the personal at Ned Rolsma as well where yeah. I'll 
throw things out there. And you have the Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah. And so because people will want to take pictures. I was in uh, Hollywood yesterday at a couple of meetings and I was taking a lift. Yeah. And I got in the truck and the lift driver was like, I have to take a picture with you, you know. Uh I got to show my kids, you know, this seven foot guy was in my car. So, (laughs) And I was like, keep your eye on the road, dude, because I'm like literally jammed in against the (laughs) dash. And so I was like, you know, keep your eye on the road, bro. You wreck this thing. I'm a cripple. So like, you know, keep your mind in the game. But uh, no, so so I'll Instagram uh, pictures when people want to take pictures with me and stuff. And it's just a, uh, it's for me, it's like a weird sociological experiment uh, because strangers say the damnedest things. And so it's like trying to keep track of it. So other than how tall of you people will say well how often does that happen to you and it's also a way to quantify it because i lose track all the it time happens to me so much i don't really even yeah can keep track of it right of course and so i just, just should carry a clicker and click them off <laughs> and then somebody also said i should uh, i should monetize it and get a credit card swiper and like 99 cents per how tall oh, are you there you, you go. go you know maybe but oh so. man you'd be, <laughs> be terrible. i'd be raking it in yeah there you but go. you would get pissed right so if Ned, i was like, I was like how tall are you dude how tall and i was like it's a buck how tall are you you know right so uh so you're coming back absolutely okay you heard it here so thank you Ned for coming through I appreciate it thank you for the story too for having us one more again thank you for Sulu Nation woo I'm excited thank you for Battle Axe Warriors thank you for everyone that joined us for real hip hop everywhere for Ned for my wife for countless MCs countless producers in the house this is Concept 71 for asking demanding that you help us thank you for Thank <laughs> you.